Hello everyone and uh, welcome to Emuna Tour 2022 Toronto. We're delighted to be here, a special share with our teacher and mentor, the great Sadiq, Rabbi Shalom Avashlita. My name is uh, Rabbi Dayan Elchanan Elgrad. I'll be translating the share with the help of Hashem, translating the words of the Rav. And uh, today we are going to be speaking about Emuna and about Hanukkah. And I'd like to start with the first question that we got, a question that I'd like to ask the Rabbi, and that is, what is the whole aspect, the essence of Hanukkah that we are going to be celebrating with the help of Hashem in a week? Oh. <laughs> Hanukkah. <laughs> Hanukkah is a great festival. I always ask a question in order to understand how can a Jew who learns Torah, who's living in the times of the temple, who davens, who prays, who makes a blessing every single day, thank you Hashem for not making me someone who's not Jewish, for making me Jewish. Thank you, Hashem, for choosing us from all the nations by giving us the Torah. How can such a person go and decide to become someone Greek? How can he leave his religion and go with the Greek religion? What happened here? <laughs> אני מכיר הרבה אנשים, יש המים, אף אחד לא יסכים להיות אבני. I'm asking you, I'm asking everyone here, I know many people who are God-fearing people, none of them would agree to become Greek and to forsake their religion. Even if he's given whatever he's asked for. So what happened? What occurred then? When I see what happened then, when I see what our sages decreed and mended how we should celebrate the festival, what does it say? That our sages said that these days are days for thanking and praising Hashem. Rabbi Nachman Breslet writes in his book Likute Muharan that the days of Hanukkah are days of gratitude, days of saying thank you. He also brings, as it is written when we pray every single day, that the days of Hanukkah 
were days that were, were made for thanking and for praying. They were designated for this purpose. So this gives me the insight and the understanding of what happened then. Indeed, they did learn Torah. They did keep the mitzvahs, but they were very, very far away from their purpose and where they were supposed to be. If a person would just understand what a merit it is to learn Torah and to keep the mitzvahs in our yeshiva, in our institutes, we would not agree to substitute one word of Torah for anything that you can offer us in this world. <laughs> The light of the Torah, the light of the mitzvahs of Hashem's commandments, that is happiness. If a person is not happy with his Torah and mitzvahs, everything for him is dark. He lives in darkness. The Ari of blessed memory, who was one of the greatest geniuses and holiest person, people who Am Yisrael had through the generations, he understood everything not only on its external outlook, but also how it looked internally, every commandment from its internal understanding. The Ari testified that he himself reached his high levels only because he was happy with the mitzvahs that he did. Because only through the happiness, he was able to see the inner light of everything. And that is how he achieved the levels that he achieved. <laughs> so everything is understood. <laughs> Now everything is understood and I'm going to explain it to you like this. Couples come to me many times and tell me that their son, their daughter left the path. And I tell them, do you know why that happened? Because they've never ever seen in your house, they never saw what Yiddishkeit 
really is. They say, what? They say, Rabbi, how can you say such a thing? We are Haredi, we're God-fearing people, we do all the commandments. They grew up from a small age seeing a house of Torah and of mitzvahs. How can you say, Rabbi, that they did not see Yiddishkeit in our house? I say to them, they saw you behaving like from people. They didn't see what really Yiddishkeit is about. I asked them, tell me, did they see the mother doing a mitzvah, doing one of Hashem's commandments, and seeing as she's doing it, saying, thank you, Hashem, for giving me the merit of doing this commandment, did they see such a thing in your house? Did they see their father happy and dancing that he had the merit to learn Torah and to do Hashem's commandments? Did they see their father enjoying every moment that he is close to Hashem? If they would have seen their parents happy and delighted with the Torah and the mitzvahs, the children themselves would also want to have such a life, a life of happiness and delight. But not only didn't they see happy parents, they saw exactly the opposite. And not only that, the child was constantly reprimanded by his parents. Do this, do that. Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? <laughs> the child says to himself, I don't want such a life. <laughs> and they leave the way. <laughs> That's what happened in the time of, times of Hanukkah. The people, the Jewish people there saw the Greek culture, sports, happiness, festivities. They had no happiness in their Torah and mitzvahs, so they simply got up and left and joined the Greek culture. As they... That is the explanation to what happened in the times of Hanukkah. 
היהודים, עוד יהודים, עוד יהודים, אז הם את התורה הולכים להיות. The Greeks were not interested in killing the Jewish nation. They said to them on the contrary, come join us, enjoy yourself, join our culture, join our religion, have a good and happy life. Indeed, those were difficult times, a difficult and dire situation. And then Matityahu, the high priest and his sons, decided that they are going to fight against the Greeks and they cast away their mind, they cast away their intellect because by nature they had no chance of winning. One can't even count or measure the greatness of miracles that occurred in those times. If we would have seen such a film, seeing some people who are learning Torah, Torah scholars holding sticks in their hands and fighting against tanks. <laughs> we burst out laughing. <laughs> what, with a few sticks, you, some Torah scholars, are going to battle against an army, against tanks? <laughs> That was exactly the same situation that happened in the times of Hanukkah. So why did they do it? Of course, they were clever people. But they decided to fight for their Judaism at any cost. Of course, they were clever people, but they realized this was a difficult war. They went with prayer, they were devoted, they were willing to sacrifice their lives for their future and for their children's future. There were such miracles there, unbelievable. Like our sages wrote to us, what do we say when we pray? That Hashem, 
gave heroes, which relates to the Greeks, in the hands of people who are weak and feeble, and that is the Hashmonaim. Many were defeated by the few. There were truly such great miracles in those times. And after that, we had the miracle of a small vessel that they found with oil they could light. Hanukkah, they could light the menorah in the, in the, in the Holy Temple. And that's why our sages mended these eight days of Hanukkah to thank Hashem. To mend the reason that caused the people in those times to forsake their faith and to go with the Greek religion and culture and to make sure that will not happen again. This is the power of Hanukkah because we can see that even people who are very far away from religion will light the Hanukkah and the light of Hanukkah will affect even people who are at a very, very low level because it is such an immense and powerful light. Uh, um, <laughs> On Purim, we also had a very, very difficult situation. <laughs> they wanted to kill all the Jewish nation. <laughs> And they also had great miracles. Also then a great light came to this world. Rabbi Nathan writes, that the only reason, the sole reason that Amisrol have the strength to withstand this terrible exile is only because of the light that came down on Hanukkah and Purim. And, nevertheless, on Purim, we don't say a special prayer called the Hallel where we praise and thank Hashem. Our sages say that the Megillah, reading the story of Purim, that is like saying the Hallel. But after all, the Megillah is not Hallel. It's not something where you praise and thank Hashem. On Hanukkah, 
eight days we say the full and complete prayer of Hallel. Even on Pesach. We don't say the complete Hallel, we say only a portion of it on most of the days. For six days on Pesach, we only say a partial part of the Hallel. But on Hanukkah, for eight days, we say the full and complete prayer of Hallel. <laughs> Maybe people don't understand what Hallel is. <laughs> when you come to our yeshiva, <laughs> then you understand what the Hallel is. <laughs> By us, Hallel is a minimum of an hour and a half. <laughs> For one whole hour, we repeat the posuk, repeat the verse, praise Hashem that He is so good, His grace is upon us forever. <laughs> so I'm inviting all of you. We're going to say the Hallel and Hanukkah, and you have an opportunity now to say thank you to Hashem. <laughs> I say to myself, there are so much things I've got to say thank you to. Thank you to Hashem for giving me. I barely get a chance to say thank you. And there's so much I need to thank for, and I barely had the time for it. I'm telling you, we have a really, really big minus, a big deficit. <laughs> a very big deficit because we owe so many gratitudes and thank yous to Hashem. And I'm telling you, we now have the opportunity to do something, something small, a bit of gratitude to Hashem. But in the end, I say to people, your deficit has now grown. And why? You had such an unbelievable Hallel, you've now got to say another Hallel, saying more thank you for having such a wonderful Hallel. I tell the people who are davening with me, now think of this in your mind, have this in your intent. Hodu is thank you to Hashem 
כי טוב. Because everything is good. כי לעולם הזאת. Because his grace is upon us forever. אני אמר להם, כל אחד אחרבן, ודאי, תודה על הכל הטוב שיש לנו. And I say to them, all of you have in your mind to thank Hashem for all the good that you have. ומי שלא זיווג, אני אומר לו, חרבן, הודו להשם, כי טוב שלא זיווג, כי לא עליו מחזור. For those who haven't found their soulmates, I say to them, have it in your mind when you're saying this phrase, thank you Hashem for not finding my soulmate, because your grace is upon me forever. A person doesn't have children, I say to him, think, thank you Hashem for not allowing me to have children, because your grace is upon me forever. Everyone think and focus on your problem and what you're lacking and say thank you for it. אז מישהו אמר, אמר, הרב, אני רוצה לספר נס, אשייה, מה היה לו? לא ראה את הבן שלו, היא לא ידעה גרושתו, לא ידעה, אין לו שקשר עם הבן שלו. He got divorced and for three years he didn't see his son. His ex-wife didn't allow him to see his son, he didn't know what was going on with him. אז החליט להגיד הודו על זה. So he decided he's going to say הודו, thank you Hashem for this, thank you Hashem. אתה רוצה שאלוהי... Thank you Hashem, you don't want me to see my children, thank you. He finished the Hallel, he went outside, his ex-wife calls him, she says to him, please come and pick up the children. People tell me all the time about the miracles that happen to them. They say thank you and they see miracles. That is Hanukkah. For us, lighting the candles, We devote at least half an hour just to singing and thanking Hashem. And on our Itbodudut, on Hanukkah, you've got to say thank you more than you regularly say during the year. שישפיע עליו, יקבל את האות, 
The more a person merits to say thank you on Hanukkah, to be grateful to Hashem, the more he will get the light of gratitude and of Hanukkah and will affect his whole year and his whole life. The rabbi is asking if there's another question. Can you ask another I'd like to ask another question which is regarded related to gratitude and I'm going to ask the question in short. Someone says here that he has read a lot about gratitude and every single time he was told by other people and other books to focus on the good things and to say thank you to Hashem. And he read the rabbi's books and the rabbi is saying to focus on the things that he is lacking and he doesn't understand how focusing on what is lacking can affect his life and influence it for the better. מישהו כאן הרב שואל, הוא קרא הרבה ספרים שאנשים אחרים כתבו, ששם אומרים להתמקד רק בטוב ושזה ישפיע על החיים שלו. והוא קרא את הספרים של הרב, הוא היה גם כן בניו יורק, באמונתו 2022, והוא רואה שהרב גם כן אומר להודות על הדברים שחסר לי, שקשה לי איתם. והוא שואל, איך, איך זה משפיע לי? על מה, על, 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 על הדברים הטובים שיהיה לי בחיים? ולמה אנחנו לא מוצאים את זה כמעט בשום מקום אחר הרב הוא הראשון שאמר להתמקד בנושא הזה איפה כאן הרב הנקודה שהוא צריך לעבוד עליה. כל מה שיש לנו תודה לכיסא תודה לשולחן תודה לחשמל כל מה שיש לנו זה השייך לבוראי. Everything that we have, we have got to be grateful to Hashem for. For the chair, for the electricity, for the table, because everything belongs to Hashem, and Hashem is allowing us to use these things. There are people in Ukraine who have no electricity. When I was in Canada, I stayed with a family. My host told me there was such intense snow, there was no electricity. For a long time. So nothing is natural, nothing should be taken for granted. When a person says thank you for everything, even for the chair he's sitting on, he is connecting to the Creator. Because he's, he's, he lives the reality that Hashem created this chair and Hashem is allowing me to use this chair. So what a person is lacking, that means that Hashem didn't give it to him. But Hashem loves you. And Hashem only wants good to happen to you. So if he didn't give it to you, certainly it's for your better good. And you say to Hashem, 
Thank you. Thank you that I have. And thank you for what I don't have. I live the reality that you are good, that everything Hashem that you do with me is good, and I say thank you. When a person says thank you, he connects to Hashem. And that itself is the reason for more abundance to come to him. It's like a child. A child starts crying, so what does the father say to him? Ah, you're crying for no reason? Here, I'm going to give you a clap and now you're going to have a good reason to cry. But if the child comes to the father and says, thank you for everything, thank you daddy for this, thank you for that, thank you for this, the father's only looking for more things to give him in order to make the child happy. <laughs> Gratitude is the perfect connection to the Creator. Smile. <laughs> Another question we're going to ask is, and I'm going to ask it in Hebrew for the Rav, and then I'm going to translate it in English. People are asking, how do I bring the light of Hanukkah into my life now, here on Hanukkah 2022? That I explained, that's the whole shir. Come to say Hallel with us in our yeshiva. And we like the Hanukkah, we like the Hanukkah every day. Everyone needs to strengthen to learn how to say thank you. That is the light of Hanukkah, gratitude. I'm going to ask another question. I'm going to ask it first of all in Hebrew and then in English. Someone is asking, how can I say thank you when I don't feel that things are good for me, when I don't feel that I can be grateful for what I have? How do I say thank you? Good question. Excellent. You don't say thank you without feeling. You speak to the Creator. Creator. You certainly love me. Because every single person, it's a natural thing. Even someone who doesn't have children would love his children. That's a natural thing. 
the creator is worse than me? If I love my children, certainly the creator loves me. If I only want to do good for my children, certainly the Creator wants to only do good for me. So a person speaks these words of knowledge, of wisdom, of logic to Hashem. So he starts understanding with his own mind. And he asks the Creator Allow me to feel this truth in my heart. He prays, give me emuna, give me happiness, allow me to know that you are only good. And you only want good to happen to me. Until he feels that certainly Hashem only does good for him. And then he can start saying thank you. I am soon going to be taking out a new booklet. A booklet called Happiness of Life. The book has already been published in Hebrew, but it's going to be translated soon into English. It's already being translated, soon going to be published. And then you will have the answer for that question. <laughs> we really and truly thank her. I would like to truly bless all the Jewish congregation that lives in Toronto. Hashem shall give you full happiness, happiness, happiness. And you shall have the knowledge and wisdom of gratitude. You shall have the healing of the soul, healing of the body. Those who are looking for their soulmates will find them this year soon. True domestic peace and tranquility. Sons and daughters who are righteous and pious. 
and an abundance of livelihood and distribute the books Hanukkah Happy Hanukkah Bye bye